Time for two sisters talking about stuff. Yay! I don't know why it's so funny every time. Every time. Yeah. With a very special episode in which it's mostly just one sister talking about stuff. You know, like our Stephen King episode. Yeah, but in reverse. But in reverse. Today. Today. We're going to talk about Stranger Things. We are. And by we, I mean Aaron. <laughs> Is going to talk about Stranger Things. Yes, sis decided that I absolutely needed to watch Stranger Things. Well, you did. After putting it off forever, I hadn't seen. Uh, I I tried watching a few episodes and I and I just didn't. I didn't. I couldn't get into it for some reason. I don't know. I don't know. Just couldn't get into it. So I forced my way through, and now I have. Finally watched all of Stranger Things. It took like two days. And to I binge all of it. I love Stranger Things and I've been watching it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> for our longtime fans, which would be the fan, the cousin, and the mom. <laughs> so you all know that Aaron likes to quiz me on like, hey, what do you remember of this? And it's mm-hmm. usually not a lot. So she referenced our Stephen King-ish uh I was going to say Stephen King issue, our Stephen King episode. <laughs> we do not have an issue with Stephen King. No, we don't. <laughs> In which I tried to remember the plots of Stephen King movies, not the books, but the movies, which I think are usually the same, kind the of. Part. And um, I didn't do well. Uh, you did okay. I did fine. It was fine. You knew a lot more than you thought you did. All right. So now it's my turn to go through Stranger Things and see what Aaron remembers. <laughs> so we're going to start with season one. Okay. We had a pre-discussion that you will most likely jumble timelines mm-hmm. together, but we're pretty excited about it. Yes. So I'm going to hand it over to you. Hand it over to me? <laughs> yeah. I'm just starting. Yeah, go into I it. remember. Yeah, so if you had to tell me about Stranger Things season one, what what do I need? Oh, first of all. Um, spoilers for all of it, for all of it. And again, we don't care. Yeah. So. And choice words will be used. Oh yeah. There'll be choice. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. So spoilers. Back to it. Season one. Stranger Things. Stranger go. Things. Opens on. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you want me to go play no, by play? No, 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 no. See if I can do that. <laughs> uh, it opens on uh, four kids playing D&D in the basement, as you do, in the 80s at least. And uh, then they go home on their bikes and one of them disappears. So far, so good. Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> um, Will is the one that, that disappears. Well, and his haircut. And his haircut. Oh, that poor kid. Poor haircut. And while his friends are trying to find him, they instead find a uh, little bald girl who gets nosebleeds and likes waffles. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And they call her Eleven because she's got a tattoo that says Eleven. And it's definitely not binary, which would have been cooler. Binary Uh, code. Yeah, binary code. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't just say 11. It's 011. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just written in English. 11. E-L-E-V-E-N. In cursive. In cursive. Very fancy. Very, very fancy. (laughs) That's an entirely different show. (laughs) All right. They find they find oh. eleven and her bloody nose and her and her love for waffles. I'm trying to remember when everything all takes place because she sort of just wanders out of the woods and into a cafe that has a really nice guy uh, who is the chef. Yeah, and then he kind of takes care of her for a little bit um, since she is a young child alone in the world, and then he gets horribly gunned down by the government. Uh huh. And that is tragic. It was like one of the most tragic things I saw. And I'm like, they don't, nobody mentions this. Yeah, they come out swinging. No one mentions about this poor guy when they're talking about this show. And I'm like, 
Justice for this guy. You want justice for Barb. Justice for this unknown guy that I already forgot his name. Oh, I do want justice for Barb, though. <laughs> justice for Barb. <laughs> um, anyways, justice for chef guy uh, who gives 11 waffles. Let's see. What else goes on in season one? Uh, Will talks to his mom through Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. Yes. His mom played by? His mom played by Winona Ryder. Played expertly by Winona Ryder. She's amazing in this show. She is. She's amazing all around. Yes. But amazing in this show. Um, there's Hopper, who is a person. <laughs> and <laughs> and so mainly, season one, you get to know all the characters. Yep. So family-wise, you have Will, Will's brother, Jonathan, Jonathan, and Will's mom. Joyce. Joyce. And then you have Mike's family, uh, which is Mike, Nancy, child we do not know name of. Do we ever know the name of the youngest child? I thought it was Helen. I thought it was Anne. <laughs> Young blonde child who nobody cares about because it's the third child. I don't know. It's... I, it... It's going to be, I mean, it's going to be an 80s name, so we're probably both wrong. I mean, maybe I'm Jessica. closer. Or, you know, Heather, um, Jennifer, um, Tiffany, you know, the 80s names. 80s names. Okay, I got distracted. So it was, well, God, her name is Nancy, right? Yes, okay. Nancy. Oh, I, I know I just said Will, it. Nancy, Will, Nancy, little sister. Little sister, mom and dad. Mom's name is Karen. Dad doesn't care. No, I think his name's Ted. Is this Ted? I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. Um, I'm not gonna tell you the right. No, answer. I was, I was, I was saying, Dad doesn't care, as in we do not care about the dad. Oh no. Also, no. the dad doesn't seem to care about the family. No, he sleeps a lot. Maybe that's more of a season two thing, but he's. I seem to mainly see him sleeping, which you know that is a very dad thing. Dad right. in the '80s thing. Um, let's see. Then we have <laughs> I'm already I'm already losing names. Oh no. There is No Teeth Kid, whose name is Oh Dustin. <laughs> Dustin, thank you. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, no teeth kid. Um, there's Dustin who is just with his mom and a cat. Yes. And the cat gets eaten in the second season. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> which was part of the conversation because as I'm watching these, I'm doing a play-by-play through text and I'm like, this cat is going to get eaten. About five seconds later, the cat was eaten. I was just like, oh, why? <laughs> anyway, uh, so Dustin is mom and his cat. And then it's uh, Lucas, 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 uh, and his sister and his mom and his dad. Um, his sister, Sister Erica. Really? Yeah. I got uh, wow, I don't I would have never pulled that out of any anywhere. I know that she ends up playing D D. Um Oh I found it. I was the closest with mm-hmm. the girl's name. Okay, what's the girl's name? Holly. Holly. Okay, so it was an H name. It was an H <laughs> wow. name. Okay. Right? So <laughs> Yay me! Okay. Um other characters of import. Steve. <laughs> but Steve is a right douche for the majority of the first season. Yeah. Until like the last two episodes. Um, and then there's Barb, who is Nancy's best friend. Yeah. Who else who's really important in season one? Their teacher. Oh, the science science guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, teacher guy, the science guy. Teacher guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad at rhyming schemes. Schemes. <laughs> What's the teacher's name? Um, Mr. Clark? Is that what it is? That sounds right. Yeah, I think I'm right. Okay. And then also the doctor. Oh, um, Matthew Modine. Yep. <laughs> his name his name is Dr. Brennan. Brenner. Brenner. Sure. See, I'm that's how close I got. And I don't care because his name is Matthew Modine and will always be Matthew Modine in everything he's in. Mm-hmm. 
And special shout out to uh, Florence, who is Hopper's secretary, I think. Oh, yeah. 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 Joyce has been calling nonstop. You need to go over there. Um, yeah, so first season is mostly about trying to find the friend Will, um, in the underground. Upside down. Upside down. <laughs> underground is an entirely different place. <laughs> I'm loving every moment of this. I'm glad you are. I'm loving every <laughs> single second of this. <laughs> I would like to remind everybody that I watched this last week in its entirety in the span of two days. Yeah. And we were supposed to record this last week, but sis said no. <laughs> yeah. Because I hadn't done, I hadn't gotten all the way through. You needed to get all the way I through. I needed to get all, all the way through season four, which I did that evening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else of import do I need to talk about in season one? The monsters? On the Demogorgon, which is not what a Demogorgon looks like. A Demogorgon oh my has God. two heads. And not a flower face, but I digress. So, but wasn't okay. I'm but, gonna, I, okay, but wasn't their little a D and D character correct? Yes, maybe, maybe. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen the season. Yeah, it's been a whole week. <laughs> it's been a whole week. <laughs> uh, um, maybe okay, possibly. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. It does matter, but it doesn't matter. Um, I will preface all of this in the middle of the rant here that there are a lot. Their monsters are named after D and D characters, and I am really into D and D. What I know. What shocking. What. So when a monster comes out and they give it the wrong name, I was like, mm, no, it's not. That is not what it is. That that's not. But, okay, I see what you're doing, and it's all because it's the upside down, it's grasping on to whatever these kids have been playing and giving them something uh, tangible. I get it. I get it. So, because the last thing that they were doing in the game before Will disappeared was fighting the Demogorgon, um, that is why that creature became the Demogorgon. I get it. I just don't like it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway. I've got opinions. <laughs> anyway. Um, there is a very pre-prebescent romance that they force upon you with Eleven and Mike. I don't like it. Well, I mean, that is about, I don't remember what like age I they are. But, like, kids it. do I'm get like, crushes. It was very it. Which then led into uh, Finn being in it, and that was hilarious. But he was playing the entirely different character. Anyways. Anyways. Um, they save the day, and Eleven disappears. Uh-huh. End of season one. <laughs> okay. okay. No. Okay. Barb also disappears when Nancy and Steve have sex. And then justice for Barb. Right. Right. Are you going to talk about how Steve redeems himself since he called him a douche? Oh, yeah. I'll do that. Um, So Nancy and Jonathan are um, laying a trap for the Demogorgon because they've figured out that he can cross over to this plane with lights. That's not entirely correct. But it's... I'm going to say good enough because I don't remember. Right? And so, like... Like lights, electricity, yeah. Lights, electricity. So Nancy's been acting we- weird. Steve's like, what's all up with that? And Nancy's like, no, get out of here. We don't want you involved. And um, lights happen. Steve runs inside. It's just like, what's going on? Big scary monster. He screams. It's hilarious. <laughs> they all run. He gets a very quick lowdown of what's going on. And then beats the crap out of the Demogorgon with a baseball bat. It's awesome. And then I guess everybody's cool. Well, he said he was sorry. Like, I think yeah. there was a whole, like... There was an apology. Like, I'm sorry was I was the, such the a tool. The whole thing with, like, him and his crew uh, were, like, spray painting stuff. And then he was all like, no, that's not cool anymore. You guys are the worst. 
I'm going to go clean this marquee. Which is the good thing to do, because that marquee was like 50 feet in the air, and I bet most of those employees are scared of heights. (laughs) (laughs) Not speaking from experience at all. (laughs) Okay, so that's season one. That's season one. All right. Season two. Oh, and they save Will. Oh, yeah, they save Will. They save Will. (laughs) That was important. (laughs) The whole main point of the show. Yeah. Is to save Will. Was the pumpkin patch in that season? I think it's in the second season. Second season? Okay. I apparently remember more about the second season than I do the first season. Yeah, and I always get the second and the third season confused, which I shouldn't. No. I think I get the first and second seasons confused. Okay. And then the third season's this, easy to remember because it was in the mall. mall. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, the second season, I'm pretty sure that that's the pumpkin patch. Okay. Because... That's when doesn't Will start drawing all those? Yes. Okay. And it has Bob. Oh. Bob was in the second season and not in the third season. Right. Uh, because third season was Maul and Evil Billy. Right. But Billy was in the second Billy season. Billy was in the second season. And I... So was Max. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, okay. second season. Second season. Go. Um, Will has come back home. But nobody wants to play D&D with him, and all of his friends suck. Because they are all worried about Eleven because she disappeared. Meanwhile, um, there's a, a new bad guy called Mind Flayer, which is a giant monster in the sky. And also a D&D thing. And also a D&D thing, but that is not what a Mind Flayer is. Mind Flayer is a humanoid person with tentacle beard thing, and they're super evil, and they... Uh, spit their little larvae things in and they crawl into your eyeballs and then they eat your brain and you serve for more of size and um yeah besides point <laughs> to be fair it did play Will's mind yeah so and there were like larva slug things yes to be fair <laughs> but okay um, <laughs> um, new characters introduced are Bob, um, who is the, uh, owner of the Radio Shack in town, and it's also dating Joyce. And also a red herring. And also a red herring. <laughs> well, because I think it sets up where you're like, is this guy true, or is he going to be a bad guy? Like, yeah, and, and then, like, you, and like then you're nobody like, can possibly be this nice. But he really is. But he really is that nice. Yeah. Isn't that what a red herring is? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Okay. I was just trying to figure out what he meant. I was like, well, why? But I get it. I get it. Yes, you are correct. Red herring. And, it, and if you ever watched A Pup Named Scooby-Doo, you know it's never red herring. <laughs> Except the one time it was red herring. <laughs> And that was the one time Fred didn't think it was red hair. <laughs> <laughs> All I want to do is think, sing the theme song. It's stuck in my head. Scooby. 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 It's the only version of Scooby-Doo I will watch. <laughs> that and the live action movies are okay. Um, okay. You're still on season two. I'm, seeing, I'm on season two. There's something wrong with the pumpkin patch. It's got the blight. And uh, Will has been having weird headaches and doesn't want to go near water and puked out a slug. Yep. And that slug um, went into Dustin's trash where he found it. And instead of going, what the fuck is this? Kill it with fire. He went, oh, it's cute. And put it in a box. (laughs) Dustin, man. (laughs) Why? <laughs> and then that thing ate his cat. <laughs> yeah. What did he call it? Um, I want to say like Mausers or something like that. No, not the cat. Oh, Dart. Dart. Cause it was D'Artagnan because they were doing a whole um, Three Musketeers thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And yeah. So the slug's name was Dart. And they become. Demo dogs when they get all grown up. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm not entirely sure why they called them that, but I guess it makes sense since they have the face of the Demogorgon and look kind of like a dog. (laughs) Yeah, they walk on four feet. Mm -hmm. They walk on all fours. Yeah. Versus... On two. On two. Bipedal. Mm-hmm. Um, Will is having a hard time communicating things because, one, he's been mind played. Two, he spent, like, a year in the un- in the Upside Down. I'm going to continue to call it the Underground, and I'm sorry. You better not. <laughs> okay. And... And three, his friends don't want to play D&D with him anymore, which I get that, Will. I completely understand. Okay. <laughs> Nobody wants to play D&D with me anymore. You will survive. My friends don't. We're talking about Stranger Things. We are. Okay. Um, Eleven had disappeared, but did she? Uh, she's actually living in a cabin in the woods being fed waffles by Hopper. Uh-huh. Um... Who doesn't want to tell anybody that she's back? I think he was trying to protect her. Yeah. But, like, he knew her friends were, like, really worried about her. Having, you know, watched her disappear after screaming at a Demogorgon. Yeah, but also... I suppose. He didn't really care about that stuff at that point. I suppose. Um, So then they find a new friend. They find a new friend. Um... And her name is Max, and she is redheaded, and everybody, well, not everybody, Dustin and Lucas want to be best friends with her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because she is their, um, the Princess Daphne, is that the character name from, um, the... The, the video game that they're playing at the beginning of it. I don't remember. The one that's like, Hey, Key! Sure. Get the dragon! Sure, that sounds good. <laughs> oh, there's so much of that that I'm just like, Yes, I know what I'm talking about. But I had no none of the names. It's the Don Bluth video game that is basically a quarter muncher um, because you had to do the exact same thing in order to get to the end. And if you failed on one of the prompts... Then you had to start at the beginning. And I don't remember the name of the game. <laughs> Alright, so what else happens in season two? Um they find out that something is making a lot of tunnels underneath all of Hawking Hawkins. What exactly is making the tunnels? Is it just a blight or No, I think it's connected to the underground somehow. That's now I'm saying it. <laughs> That's why you're calling it the underground, by the way, I think. Because mm-hmm. you find it underneath the pumpkin patch. Oh. No, I automatically think of David, David Bowie and Labyrinth when I think of underground. Okay, so anyway, yeah. So I think it it's it's somehow related to the Upside Down. I think. I don't exactly remember, though, because like I said, I get those two seasons confused. I just know that's where you, and that's where they introduce Max. They have to reclose the door. Yep. Um, which means that Eleven has to shout at the wall. Right. Um. Yeah, so that's why I think they're related, because the door is still open. Mm-hmm. So it's spreading through Hawkins, mm-hmm. like right below it. Mm-hmm. And um, Will draws a whole map of the tunnel system in, like, a fever-induced dream state. It's weird. Sure. Um. And he's just scribbling, and then they have to place the map together, and they figure stuff out. Um, They figure stuff out because of Bob and his knowledge of the uh, typographical nature of Hawkins and the area around it. Bob's really smart. He's really smart. So Bob has to die. Justice for Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, and they introduce Paul Reiser. Introduce Paul Reiser as an evil scientist, which... But he's not, though. Okay, as a scientist, I just want him to be evil. But he's not. Because of aliens. Just like, dude, did you learn nothing from being an aliens? You work for an evil corporation, you're going to get 
your head bitten off by a double-headed xenomorph. Is, is that how he dies in, in Aliens? I swear I've seen it. <laughs> oh. What? I'm just laughing. I'm laughing. Anyway. <laughs> so, Bob dies. Will ends up in the upside down again, somehow, right? Something happens yeah. with Will because <laughs> they have to try to communicate with him. Um. Snap. Um, no, something, he, like, goes into a weird coma state, and, oh, because he got mind flayed. Mm -hmm. That's why. So he's... The whole point of season two. The whole point of season two. Um, so in order to get him out of this, they need heat, because the mind flayer doesn't like hot things. Water, the mind flayer doesn't like water, and... Did they use music for that, too? I don't know. Some other third thing. I don't know if they use music for it or not. I can't remember. Obviously, I'm not the right one to be checking right. your math because I would be sitting here telling you the same thing. Okay. Like, as you're going through this, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad we're not playing. <laughs> hey, sis, what do you remember about Stranger Things? Hey, sis, <laughs> Make you watch all of it and then don't check me on it. Jeez, thanks. Good times. Anyways, they get him back um, through the clever use of heaters. And it's like, that's how you, like, cook your child. Stop that. <laughs> um, but he pukes out another slug? He pukes out something. Probably. And then he comes back. Okay. And he's all good again. Okay. And Eleven goes, yells at the hole in the ground. With both hands this time. With both hands, yep. And both nostrils. Because um, that was something that I talked to you about, is that, like, she does her telekinesis thing. And, like, only gets a little tiny bit of a nosebleed. And I want the bigger thing she does, the more blood comes out of her nose. And it starts to happen. But it's just, like, the amount... She was, like, floating at one point in time. I wanted it to be jet-powered. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it seemed like it was, it was wanting to go to. But it didn't. And I'm fine with it. When does she meet other kids? Is that season two or is that the beginning of season it's three? It's towards the end of season two. Um, I know that she watches Mike and Max um, through the door of the middle school when they are trying to cool down. Um, no, when they're... No. Yes, when they are trying to cool down um, Will at one point in time because they needed to fill a bathtub. Uh -huh. Full of water. I'm getting these things confused because there are two scenes in the middle school. The second time she's in there trying to get to... Or is that in the third season? <laughs> I, yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> Kids, don't binge TV shows. Well, I'm, it all becomes one season. <laughs> yeah. I can say that with um, Eleven and Max in that season, I was irritated because I don't, I don't like the pitting girls mm -hmm. against each other right. trope, even though I know that it's very, like, it is very 80s. Mm -hmm. But also, I try to remember that, like, Eleven <laughs> had no childhood. Mm -hmm. She's trying to figure out what friendship is like. The only people that she's met are these four boys and, mm -hmm. like, they're other people. And then this other girl comes along and, you know, so it was, like, but, this whole thing. But they fixed it, thank goodness. But... Mm -hmm. I didn't, that was like the one part of that season where I'm like, this is, I hate this. Mm -hmm. So anyway, sorry. That was my. All good. My interruption. All good. They, in heavy air quotes, defeat the mind flayer in this season, which they don't, but they do, but they don't. Yeah. And all the ladies love Billy. I don't. But Aaron doesn't I love Billy. don't get it. I just don't get it. I like. I, I see what they're trying to go for with him because they, they hired a really, a really attractive actor uh -huh. to be this person. He's got very pretty eyes. I get it. And then they put him in a mullet, and that is disgusting. What? Mullets are gross. They have always been gross, and they will always be gross. And I, and I hate it when they start putting mullets on, like, K-pop boys, which they do a lot. It's like, oh, stop it. Stop giving my boys mullets. <laughs> well, that was the thing, though. I mean, 
You've got Steve's hair. Mm-hmm. What are you in? in How that? would you describe it? Very fluffy. I, I, mean, I want to touch it. But I mean, like, it, there's some mulletiness to it. It is more quaff. Yeah, your excuse. Steve is protected, and his hair is protected. And he is Steve. Steve. <laughs> and he is Steve. <laughs> Keep your hands off, Steve. He's my boy. <laughs> Okay. So I feel like you've covered as much as season two as you can because it's kind of blending. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then season three, um, they all go to the mall. And <laughs> there's a new mall in town and it's closing down all the businesses. Mm-hmm, that sounds right. And it is very 80s inside that mall. Like So if, 80s. Oh, my gosh. All the storefronts. I'm like, I remember that. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> um, the, let's see. The main thing with season three is there's a mall. It's closing all the small businesses. And the Russians are there because they have a, a very a big laser gun. And they're trying to reopen the rift. Yep. Which totally happens in Russia, but then also happens in Hawkins. Yeah. And that is never really fully explained. I hate it. I don't think so. But it also means that you have to talk about What's-His-Face because you didn't talk about him. What's-His-Face? Yeah, Brett Brett Gelman's character. Oh, he is the local nut job. (laughs) I can't think of his name. Oh, Murray. Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, no, seriously, what does he do before? Like, I saw him once at the police station. I thought was he was he a... a re- I know, I thought he was a reporter. Okay, he was a reporter. And nobody is listening to him. Does he write for that weird news journal? Let's say yes, because I don't remember. Uh, he's just kind of suddenly there, and the only person anybody knows that speaks Russian, so they have to go to him. I, I always assumed that he was going to end up being a bad guy, too, but he didn't. Right. No, he's just a local conspiracy theorist that is right most of the time. Yeah. Because it's one of those shows. Yeah. And he is very tinfoil, tinfoil hat Yeah. Um, there's a mall... Everybody goes there. Um, Steve works at an ice cream shop. Scoops ahoy! Scoops ahoy! Uh, wears that outfit through the entire show. Has a new best friend. Has a new best friend. Falls in love with her. She doesn't swing that way. And he is perfectly okay with that, and they're just best friends after that. Best character. <laughs> also, Erica steals the season because she's so flippin' cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, you and the f- Russians are... And I think you, part of what you forgot about season two mm-hmm. was that Dustin and Steve become best friends. Oh, yeah. They're like weird buddy cop yep. thing going on. Yep. Um, season three, you have the pool scene. <laughs> because Billy's a lifeguard, because of course he is. You gotta find a way to show that bad and that hair. Yeah, it's kind of, <laughs> Scene. Like you put, if he, if he jumps into that pool, there will be an entire slick of oil on that surface from all of the product he has in that hair. From the scene with the moms, all the moms are there, um, and they're only there for the lifeguard change, uh, <laughs> so that they can watch Billy walk in. <laughs> um, Billy becomes the bad guy in the season mm-hmm. because he gets mind flayed. Mm-hmm. And then he is trying to get everybody else to get mind flayed. Mm-hmm. Um, and he starts with the other um, lifeguard person, and then they uh, flay her family. And her family is part of the newspaper, and that's how it gets to the newspaper crew? I don't know, maybe. There, I will admit, there is a lot in the middle of season three that I do not remember. I do know at one point in time, Jake Busey was there, and then he was a bad guy. And I'm like, oh no, I could never see that happening. And then the creature takes all of the people 
and turns them into a fleshy mind flare, and it's mm-hmm. gross. Very gross. And um, Eleven and Max become friends. The bestest of friends in a clothing montage, which begs the question, where'd they get that money for all those clothes? They don't have jobs. They're small children. <laughs> Who is paying for this high-end fashion? <laughs> Steve? All that ice cream money? All that ice cream money. Steve and Robin get interrogated by the Russians. And they're given, I want to say it's a truth serum, but it really just more acted like they were high. <laughs> Which is the funniest and it part. it is hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah. And then they destroy the monster. They destroy the monster. Billy dies. Billy dies. It's a little sad. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's medium sad. And then Hopper and Joyce destroy the Russians laser. <laughs> yep. And, and Joyce and Hopper are supposed to be in love, but... But he's going through this weird Magnum Pie. Magnum Pie? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Magnum P.I. phase. <laughs> wow, where does that come from? Um, and then, and then he disappears. And then he disappears. He totally got exploded by the laser, guys. Totally. Absolutely. Hopper is dead. Oh, no. We are sad. Oh, wait. He's in Russia. It was <laughs> Come like, on, It was season. like he got teleported. He didn't get teleported. Yeah, and then Joyce and, the, and Will and Jonathan and Eleven mm-hmm. moved to California. Mm-hmm. And now you're on season four. Which makes everybody goes, don't split the party. Okay. Yep. Now you're on season four. Now you're on season four. We're all caught up to the most recent season. Hooray. Season four. We start off with a voiceover from Eleven. And she is telling lies. And friends don't lie. Friends don't lie. (laughs) Oh, hold on. You forgot a very important part of season three. You forgot about Dustin's girlfriend. Oh, God, yes. Dustin's totally real girlfriend. Totally real, not at all fake girlfriend from Utah. Who ends up being... Who ends up being real and totally real. And then they sing a song together. And... From the Never Ending Story. story. And it's... And it's cute. And went on for a really long time. Really long time. It's like, why did they... they, they run out of did they run out of time in the episode and said, "Can we have you sing a little bit longer? We need the full song. We need all three minutes of the Lamal masterpiece." I mean, like, but they do stuff like, underneath were, the song. You know, good. It's like a montage. It was a good song. It was just kind of like I understand why my friend hates the song now. <laughs> Not that I hate the song because I love the song, but. I can understand how that would have an effect on someone. <laughs> I'm a love dragon. Sorry. Anyway, so now we're back to season four. <laughs> Stop. Childlike Empress. Stop. <laughs> season four. Season four. Um, Eleven is lying. And friends don't lie. And friends don't lie. She's being bullied. And Will is... I'm really, helping with this one because I watched really it for the first me time. Too. Vibes. Just I'm like, it's gonna be sad when it does when it comes out because it's the eighties and nobody was gay in the eighties, apparently. Yeah, but they do a good job with Robin's. That's true. Although she does hide it, you know, Steve's yeah. the only one who knows, yeah. which is sad. But does like they haven't come out and said anything, but you have Will, who is super excited for Mike to show up, who is doing his hero presentation on Alan Turing, and who, um, what, what, was, what was the third thing that I was reading? Shoot. Oh, there was a girl, I think, asked him out, and he turned oh, yeah. down. Yeah, like, straight up. Like, he, she was, she was, like, playing footsie with him, like, kick his foot, and he, like, no. Mm-hmm. No. Like, oh, oh, sweetie. <laughs> And then they, they, um, yeah, so, so season four, there's all of that stuff. And then Mike's going to go visit. Yep. And Nancy was supposed to visit, but then she doesn't visit. 
And Jonathan's new best was she friend. supposed to? I don't think she was supposed one to. One of them was supposed to Jonathan go visit the other one, and they didn't do it. Boy, was just hoping she was. And yeah. then not hoping But then she he was. was also supposed to go see her and didn't. Hmm. But then also, Jonathan gets high all the time and has a new best friend, Argyle, who's mm-hmm. one of my favorite new characters. Oh, yeah. he's I love that guy. I, I think so he's good. so funny and... He's funny in that show, but he's also funny in all of the other things that he's in. And mm. I can't think of his name, which isn't good, but um, all right. you'll know him if you see him. He drives a pizza wagon. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, in Hawkins, um, all the kids are in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, the trio, no, not the full trio of kids that are still there. Because uh, Lucas is on the basketball team. But... The rest of them play D&D. Well, he does play D&D. He does. He also stops playing D&D to be a jock. Yep. And that's <laughs> when that's when they introduce Eddie Van Halen. I mean, Eddie Munson to, <laughs> to this. He looks like a young Eddie Van Halen. And he you does. cannot deny it. He's got the hair. He's got the look. It, it's there. That's all I see. <laughs> um, yeah, Eddie Munson. That was his name, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. Eddie. It was Eddie. I know for certain it was Eddie. And they were part of the Hellfire Club, which mm-hmm. is just a D&D club. Yes. And, it, and the season and four. the X-Men. Yeah. And season four captures really well the whole, like, D&D oh is God, the devil. It does. From the 80s when, like, parents were all this, like, this the is bad. satanic panic. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, it's just hanging out with your friends telling a story. But you do you, fundamentalist Christians, whatever. And they have, um, they have <laughs> that the... That my soapbox, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they have the classic 80s blonde high school jock person. Yeah, yeah, Troy Bolton, that's what you call it. I call them Troy Bolton. <laughs> I hate that my go-to reference for jock and basketball is high school musical. I think it's funny. <sighs> I think it's hilarious. Hate it so much. Yeah. Anyway, um. Oh, something I forgot to mention about one of the first episodes or first season is that when it was going on, I asked you, "Does every little kid in the eighties know Morse code?" Because that was that was how people were talking. They were like blipping lights, talking in Morse code. I'm like. I didn't know Morse code in the 80s. I knew SOS. That was it. Yeah. But that's how they were communicating. They were like, oh, this is Morse code. Just wait and they'll write it down. Yeah. And every, I think every little boy in the 80s knew Morse code. Yeah. And every kid in the 80s knew Morse day and the motherfucking time. (laughs) (laughs) Don't love. Also, R.I.P. Prince. Um... So the season starts out, Hellfire Club's going to have their last big battle. Um, the last one that Eddie has made, they're going to go up against Vecna. Vecna, very big, important guy um, in the D&D world. Uh, he tried to ascend to be a god, in doing so, losing his hand and his eyeball. And those are two important things, two important magical elements in D&D. Haha. <laughs> Got that out there. So they're gonna have this. They thing. also explain it thoroughly on the show. So if you if you love Aaron's explanation of D and D, you'll love Eddie's explanations. Yeah. Of D and D. Yep. <laughs> it's a real who wore it best. <laughs> I was saying that to be nice. Um. So there's gonna be this one big last battle before summer happens and. Everyone's going to go places. It is also the championship basketball game. Mm-hmm. So Lucas has to choose. Lucas has to choose between the championship basketball game and hanging out with his friends and playing D&D. And in my opinion, he makes the wrong choice <laughs> and goes and plays basketball. He p- Yeah, he picks basketball. And he wins them the game. However, the- oh, I'm sorry. I got this. However, he has this a, one's new to me too. He has his sister playing his stead, which then leads to one, quite possibly one of my favorite shots that I've seen in a, in a while, of the joint him shooting the basketball, 
her rolling the dice, and they both succeed wonderfully. Like, she gets the nat 20, he makes the shot that wins the game, everybody wins. It was such a good, it, like, melded together, it looked so good. Yeah, everybody wins. Everybody wins. And then everybody starts to lose. Yeah. And then shit happens. In Hawkins, of all places. What? Oh, like nothing happens here. Um the it was a the night of the of that everybody won that the cheerleader died? I don't think so. I think it was, was after it that because after? no, I think it's at some point in time you realize this cheerleader Chrissy has got some problems. Mm-hmm. And she ends up meeting up with Eddie in the woods somewhere. In the trailer Be- park. No. First, she meets him okay. to ask him if he's got stuff because okay. she wants drugs. Uh-huh. And then he's like, yeah, stop by whatever my place. And then she ends up going to his house. Okay. But I can't remember if it's right after the game or if it's like the next day or what. I kind of want to say it's right after the game because everybody's at a championship party. That could be. Um. And, and she's not, oh yeah, and she's not there. And she's not there, and, and like, where's your girl, Troy Bolton? And he's like, oh, I'm drunk, huh? Um, anyway, <laughs> un- unimportant. <laughs> um, but she goes over to Eddie's and then um, floats and becomes a weird jigsaw puzzle. Well, first she hears a clock. Mm-hmm. And whenever she hears a clock, it's like, oh, that's not good. When you hear the clock, it's it's like some something bad's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, she gets she gets yanked up into the air, and yeah, she does like breaks and yeah. she looks really weird. And then, well, she thinks that she's seeing all of this other stuff. What other people see is just her standing there with her eyes like glazed over. Yeah, rolled back in her head. Yep. And so then Eddie is blamed for killing her, basically. Mm-hmm. Which he did nothing because he couldn't like get her out of, of the thing, but he he did nothing to 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 her at all. And it was just an innocent bystander and runs away into the woods. Yeah. To survive amongst the animals. Yeah. And so then Nancy's gonna investigate and the little nerd that has a crush on her wants to go with. Mm-hmm. And then as they're investigating, we find out, oh, little nerd has some of the same symptoms that Chrissy had. Mm-hmm. And he goes into the middle of the road and he hears a clock and it's like, TikTok, you did. Yeah. Now we got two dead bodies. Yeah. Um, and then I think that's when Max starts to realize I'm probably next. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, we find out that it's. It's not because they're going to the therapist, but everybody who um, that this has happened to has gone to the therapist, but they all have the same um, symptoms. And it's mainly because Vecna, this version, this, the Stranger Things universe version of Vecna, is uh, eating their soul or it's something like that. Kind of like feeding off their loneliness almost. Yeah. Or the... Feeding off of their failure yeah. or their feeling of, they explain it, but I can't remember what term that they use. But basically, yeah. these are people that haven't been feeling great about their lives and mm-hmm. they're missing people in their lives. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a whole thing. Yeah, they've had some traumatic things yep. happen in the past and they are uh, vulnerable yep. to it. And he feeds on that vulnerability because he is evil. Yeah. But you can save yourself from Vecna by running up that hill. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good song. It is a great song. And that is a great sequence when she, when, when Max has found herself into the area where he's, she's not supposed to be in the upside down in Mm -hmm. the the house. Um, And Vecna is all like going to eat her face and um, they play the song on on her radio, on her uh, tape player, and like she can see the opening, and she's able to break away and run to them. Yeah, so it's a great sequence. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, what else? So that you find out that um, they're like, well, these murders are similar to whatever, and they 
Nancy somehow connects to Victor Creel. Yeah. Who is this known killer from, is this guy in their town that mm-hmm. was known for killing his family, allegedly, mm-hmm. well, convicted, mm-hmm. but um, we find out later he didn't really do it. But anyway, for killing his family, and they talk about, like, the Creel house, mm-hmm. which ends up being the broken house that Max sees. So yep. they do some investigating. Meanwhile, they find out it's the music that helps mm-hmm. um, Max. And um, then there's the other story about how Eleven doesn't have her powers. Yeah. And she ends up, oh, um, Paul Reiser comes out, and he's like, I need to help you because otherwise the government's going to destroy you because they think you're killing people. Yeah. Even though it's happening in Hawkins and there's tons of proof that she's just in California. Yeah. Like I just, that's so stupid to me. Yeah. I'm like, that's, there's, mm-mm, no. And then uh, Joyce has no idea what's going on because her and Murray go to Alaska. Because she got a doll from Russia. Yeah. That she broke open and found a note from Hopper. Well, um, she- from Enzo, Enzo, which she knew meant Hopper. Yeah. Yeah. So Hopper's trying to break out of a Russian prison. Joyce is going to go save him. Um, spoiler alert, they do. But that's not really the most important part of it. So yeah. we don't really need to talk about that piece. Yeah. And then Eleven is like, I don't have my powers. And so they're like, we're going to give them back to you. How are you going to do that? Surprise, surprise. Matthew Modine's still alive. Yeah, Matthew Modine's there walking down some stairs in a gray suit. Um, mm-hmm. And she's like, we need to put you in this tank again so you can remember everything. From oh, your yeah, we need to shave your head and put you in the tank. And so she starts to remember. Things like, that happened before the events in season one. Yeah. And apparently, um, she... I, because she blocked out everything from this part of, of her life. She thought she was the only one. So when they when she found out that there was a, another girl, that happened in season two. Yeah. But she um, also thought she killed a bunch of people. Like, yeah. when she started having these flashbacks, she thought she'd killed a bunch of people. Yeah. And that was pretty traumatic. Yeah. And then she meets this, like, nice orderly that's trying to help her out. Uh-huh. Oink, oink. Wink, wink. I'm sorry, you have Jamie Bauer in a movie, and again, he's going to be the bad guy. Well, I'm just saying, I I had warned, I didn't give you any spoilers, uh-huh. but I was like, I freaking nailed this storyline. Nice. And for me, it was the, the eyes. Because you see Vecna, and you see his eyes and his facial structure, uh-huh. whatever. I get he's a monster, and it's a bunch of uh-huh. makeup and whatever. And then the first time they show this orderly i'm like that's the same fucking guy (laughs) like look at those eyes and look at those cheekbones oh yeah and uh sure enough it was and i also knew he was actually two things he was vecna and he was number one who was said to be a myth Uh uh-huh so anyway yes but did you guess the third thing about him yeah i did that too yeah yes nice yeah yeah, so then the third thing, and how, and I knew that one mm-hmm. because, okay, they were telling the story about Victor Creel, you know, and yep. he's all, or he was telling the story about himself. Yep. And he was like, this is my wife, and this is my perfect daughter, and this is my weird ass son. <laughs> and I'm like, mm hmm. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. There's your weird ass son. It's well, weird ass son that, you, that takes place, that nothing happens to in the story that you are telling, except the ending where. Well, it does. In a coma. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, his son is like in a coma. But what triggered me was you see the kid like reading or playing with something or Mm -hmm. whatever. And the light flickers next to him. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I'm like, that's a bad guy. That's a bad guy. And then I was thinking about the dates and I was like, okay, that's number one. And that's Vecna. And that is also Creel's kid. And Creel's kid is a bad kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did. I nailed all of it. Nice. Good for you. You're welcome. High fives. High fives all around. <laughs> so yeah, I nailed all those things. Oh, but anyway, so yeah, 11, she's trying to figure her life out and, um, they're trying to save people from Vecna and Hawkins mm-hmm. and they're trying to say, and they're also trying to save Eddie. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't remember how they get there, but the older teen, the the young adults end up in a boat on the water mm-hmm. and they figure out basically like to get to the upside down uh, because we have to swim. Um, they find out that each place where someone died is where a rift is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of another victim. Oh yeah. Happened to, uh, die in the lake. Lover's Lake. Lover's Lake. And so they're like, well, what if it, what if the rift is in, in, what if the gate, sorry, they're called gates. What if the gate is in the water? Because then they call it Watergate. Oh yeah. Uh-huh, timely. That sounds funny. <laughs> um, so being good guy, Steve, he jumps into the lake, uh, to see if the gate is indeed down there, finds it and then goes into the upside down. No, he gets pulled into the upside down. Yeah. By... Uh, a demo bat, which looks like a skin kite. And those things are evil. <laughs> those things are evil. Do not you put them into your D&D game. But also, um, you know, <clears throat> Steve has to go swimming so the internet can go crazy. Mm-hmm. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part. The internet being me. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part is when... Um, Lucas and Dustin have the binoculars and they're like, when did, when did Steve get so hairy? And Dustin's like, yeah, I know, blah, 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 blah. And Max goes, let me see. And then she just (laughs) holds the binoculars. Does not give them back. No, she's just. Says nothing. Says nothing. Just binoculars right on Steve for a good long time. Yeah. To which I say, same girl. That's funny. Oh. Yeah, so Steve is in the Upside Down, and then the rest of them go after him to save him. Yep, and then they all uh, kill some bats, and Steve rips one in half, and it is the most gifable moment that I have saved on my phone. <laughs> but he also gets hurt. That's he also gets thing. hurt, yeah. It's, it's very bad. He gets badly injured and has to get all patched up, which is... Another giveable moment. I have Robin is so funny. My number one fear in the world is rabies. <laughs> that was a very 80s thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's just so, so funny. What if it's rabies, Steve? You can't die from rabies. So, okay, so there's that piece. And then. And they have to get out of the upside down. Yeah. And they find another rift. Yeah, so they figured since they could get in there from the lake, they could probably get out from somewhere else. And that's where they're like, well, first of all, they were going to get guns. Mm -hmm. And so Nancy's like, well, I have a bunch of guns at my house. And when you're in the upside down, it's the same as As regular. It is frozen on the date that Will went into the underground. Which they didn't know. Which they didn't know. Which they didn't know. Until they started reading Nancy's diary, which was funny. Yeah. So then they're like, okay, so we need to, oh, and then when they're in the house, they realize that they can hear Dustin, mm-hmm. right? Because Dustin and everybody else are uh, is in the Wheeler house because they just got done with a town hall in which basically the community declared war on the D&D team. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Those four guys, six guys, because there was those two other guys that were in it too as well. Anyways. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. That one kid that's always in commercials. Yeah. And the other guy. And the other guy. I guess seven total with the DM. Anyway. Anyway. And then they talk through Holly's light bright. Yep. This is a cool little sequence. It was cool. <laughs> Just trying to spell, but they're spelling in big letters, so, like, the words are all jumbled. It's just like, just write smaller. <laughs> yeah. So they realize that they can go to Eddie's house. To find a, a gate. Which they do, and that's a cool little sequence where they throw a rope up, which then falls through and is taut. Which just reminded me that if I needed to climb anywhere to save my life, I would die. Because <laughs> I can't climb a rope okay. worth anything. It's like, that I would die. But then, also in that same scene, uh, Nancy gets charmed by Vecna. Uh-huh. And pulled into yet a further part of the Upside Down. And I want to know how that works. 
because she's already down there. And then they pull her to the the uh, pool where um, Barb disappears. Just like, what's up with that? What's going on? Someone explain to me how this is possible. <laughs> they get her out. Mm-hmm. And um, then everything is fine. Well, no. And then no. the... F- no, they don't get her out. They don't get her out? Mm-mm. I'm pretty sure she's still... Did they leave her down there for this finale? I think they did. I think oh they left gosh. Nancy. And then the last thing that you see is when they pull together... So Elle thinks that she's helping this orderly uh-huh. who's like, I can't go anywhere because I got a chip in my neck. And she's like, what if I get it out? And he goes, okay, cool. And she takes it out. Like, and it's just like, what are you the- doing, you dumbass? Have you never seen a movie? Yeah, no, I wish she hasn't. <laughs> and like, so, you just took the dampener chip out of a vampire. Come on. Yeah. And so then um, you he, says, the menu. he says, hold on, I got to take care of some stuff. And then he's taking too long, so she goes to find him and then realizes that he killed he's everybody. He's killing everyone. Who, which she thought she had done. Yeah. And so then they're going to fight, and it's an epic battle. Screaming. Yeah. Ah! And basically she pushes him, or she, like, well, yeah, pushes him yep. against a wall and rips off all of his skin until he turns into Vecna uh, and, and pushes him into the wall and creates the under- upside down. Yeah, she creates the portal to the upside down. Which then begs the question, if she's the one that created the upside down and everything is frozen and oh, when Will got taken down there, why is there a rift in Russia? What's up with that? If you drew, if you found a pole that was long enough and you stuck it into the ground in Hawkins so it went all the way through the earth and out the other possibly. side, would it be in Russia? See, possibly it would be in a part of Russia. Actually, no. I have li- Because. I, I don't know, man. It would be, if you're going, if you're going straight through Hawkins. North Hemisphere. Yeah, see, I... Putting it straight through would be in the Southern Hemisphere. Okay, that's not what I meant. I meant, like, not, like, to the opposite, but, like, you've got the globe in front of you. Okay. Okay. So you're looking at, like, the same longitudinal line. Correct. Okay. That's what I'm asking. I mean, yes, a lot of Russia is on that longitudinal line. Russia's really big. Yeah, so I... and. I but never I don't know if it's straight okay. through. I never get the blue like piece it's... in Trivial Pursuit because I'm bad at geography. Okay. So I don't know. Carmen Depends. San Diego did not help me. Oh, well, that's really too bad for you. It helped me a lot. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know geometry either. Geometry? I know. That's why I said that on purpose. <laughs> I Wait, was did making, I say geometry? I was saying, no, I, was I said geography, right? You did say oh, geography. I was making a joke. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's still funny, but you really did make me nervous that I said the wrong thing. Okay. Anyways, so if it's on the same longitudinal line, yes, that makes sense because it goes around the world. But depending on where this fictional Russian city is, it depends on, like, if it is completely across or if it is not, because where they make it look like is somewhere in Siberia, because that's where most of the Russian prison camps were or are is Siberia. But that wouldn't be completely across. That'd be closer to us. And it would be the other way. Does that, does that, does that, am I making sense? Well, yeah. And it would have to be, it was also decently close to, Alaska. Yeah. Because yeah. they they, they, they had to plane. take a plane there. Yeah. But it was a short-ish plane ride. Yeah. yeah. Like only a couple, you know, it was a couple hours. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I would that was just one thing I wondered. So, Who knows? Yes, we understand why you're putting the the Russians in there in your 80s. You probably, movie, if you went on the internet, they'd probably tell you why. I don't want to go on a Reddit ever. Just do it. I don't want to. Anyway. So, yeah, so then you end with uh, Nancy's a mind zombie. Eleven um, created the door to the upside down. Mm-hmm. I don't think she created the upside down. 
She just created the door. Okay. Because they also talk about Vecna. They were like, what did they say? If the Demogorgons are his, are the Mind Flayer's dogs, mm-hmm. then did they, they didn't say dogs, did they? I don't think so. Maybe they said soldiers. Then Vecna is his five-star general. Mm-hmm. But he's not like the main, the Mind Flayer is still the worst part of it. Yeah. And that's Stranger Things. Yeah. Come July, we'll have the end of the season. Yeah, we'll have two extra, 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 two extra episodes to watch. Ooh. That just is supposed to tie it all together. Steve's gonna die. Oh, it's gonna be the saddest thing. But like anything you read online, like the creators are like, nah, 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 nah. I'm like, you keep saying that. The more it makes it feel like he's gonna die. Yeah. He got bit by those bat things. He like was like a superhero. He's sad because Dustin got a new friend. He's sad because he can't get into a really like he doesn't have his he's mojo or whatever. He doesn't have any mojo. So he's going he's trying to save all all of his friends to get his mojo back. He's going to pull Colson and bring the team together. By dying. That is my my official uh, Aaron prediction. That's your Marvel agenda. My Marvel agenda has made it into Stranger Things. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Did we cover it all? I mean, I sure hope so. <laughs> you recapped one through three. I helped recap four because it was new for me, too. Yep. And I think that's the spits and farts of it. And more to come, because Stranger Things is not quite done. Yep. You look jacked. I, I, it is a good show. It really drags in the middle of every season. I love it. I know you do. I think it's great. I think that is awesome. I I, I think it is awesome that you love the show. I got very bored in the middle. I'm like, and I absolutely do not care about Hopper and Joyce in Russia. I think I think that you didn't want to like it. And so you did a bunch of stuff to make sure that you didn't like it. Include fall asleep in the middle of it. <laughs> no. I did not fall asleep through any of it. Thank you very much. Well, then it has to be good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes, that's the spits and farts of it. We'll see you next time. Probably when the when the rest of the season comes out. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm the worst. <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. <laughs>